0: Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction.
1: I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system.
0: But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh,
1: find out what is in it.
0: Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which
1: is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Peddling Fiction on a lovely, absolutely beautiful Friday evening down here in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction on the mend after getting two teeth ripped out of my head. And back with me, as usual, is Justin Hillbilly Boy Campbell, who can't resist eating pizza in front of me. Just to antagonize me because I can't eat normal food. What's going on, man?
0: (laughs) You can have ice cream, right? Like ice cream is my favorite thing. I I would just eat ice cream all day, every day.
1: So I bought some ice cream and I I don't know. Like I don't like Mexican ice cream. I I like the texture of it's all off. And I don't know if it like melts because it's so fucking hot. And then they put it back in a freezer. And so it's like got like freezer burn on it or whatever. And it's also just like really sugary and like just tastes like it's like too sweet, you know. So I I didn't eat a lot of ice cream. I did get some uh, popsicles, though, some like lime popsicles. Those are pretty good. And then, yeah, just like smoothies and green juice. I I took it as an opportunity to get kind of healthy, like a a week long detox because I wasn't able to eat a bunch of junk and I shouldn't have been drinking. And I haven't until today. Um, For those of you watching the video, (laughs) I have a a glass of wine. But uh, I was like, all right, I'll take like a week-long detox and just eat smoothies and not drink alcohol. Probably be for the best. And uh, yeah, I feel pretty good, all things considered. It's um, a little uncomfortable to talk, but... uh, you know, I'm not in like excruciating pain or anything. And I saved like over $5,000. So I feel pretty good about this whole experience.
0: And for those who are watching the video, you can see Johnny has some very full cheeks. It's really nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Still a little swollen. I think it's much better than it was though. You should have seen me. I was telling uh, Justin off, off mic. I, I honestly, like if you want, like I should have taken a picture of it because it was like, if I gained 85 pounds from the neck up, what my fucking face looked like and then after like a few days i just looked like marlon brando and fucking godfather and i was just doing like fucking impressions to myself as i laid around shit for uh like the last week doing absolutely nothing
0: that's that's gotta be fun to just have nothing else to do but sit around and talk to yourself like marlon brando
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah never go against the family (laughs) look how they massacred my boy.
0: Oh, well, speaking of going against the family, we're going to dive into Elon gutting Twitter.
1: Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. It's been, of course, like the perfect week for me to just be completely out of commission. True to form, um, Elon Musk closes on Twitter, brings in his own engineers to kind of look at the code. And within hours of that, just starts firing everybody. So I feel like they discovered something.
0: I have been enjoying the the ex employee manifestos. I was I was actually looking at the uh, a thread from the former uh, engineering manager for the accessibility experience team, and uh, like the, just the level of crybabiness of every one of these people is
1: unbelievable colossal pussies they're almost as big of a pussy as that chick that wrote that article about amnesty that we'll get into later but just unbelievable like pussiness uh a pussification of america and i had no idea they were making that kind of money i never really thought about it but like the ceo of twitter is making like 35 million dollars a year jesus christ dude
0: no wonder twitter had been going broke for years
1: yeah it's like you haven't made any money you're paying this fucking jerk off 30 million dollars a year to do what like I, I doesn't this thing just run itself i don't know what you do it's a fucking it's like like my website i don't have to do a lot i mean obviously my website sucks but like once you set it up it just doesn't it handle itself
0: I mean, I guess they're constantly trying to make updates and improvements. And I mean, they had you can't they,
1: edit a text yet or a fucking tweet. You still can't edit one.
0: They had literally multiple teams who were dedicated to nothing more than fact checking and like flagging stuff. That's it. I mean, yeah. They
1: had well, no, by the way, have you seen the, the fact checks since Elon took over? Because they were actually like meaningful fact checks. I saw two
0: so what the what the Facebook fact checker says about the Twitter fact checkers is that it's not Twitter fact checking these it's the bird watch and people are so Twitter users report uh, misinformation or give context to certain tweets and then and then Twitter will look into it and put the the fact check on it so according to the Facebook fact checkers, it's not Twitter fact checking it. It's people using Birdwatch. And then Twitter will go look at it. It's like, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's still Twitter. Like just because it was initiated if by
1: you're on uh, Twitter YouTube. and they're putting the fact check. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah.
1: <clears throat> what what are we talking about here? And it was like I read two of them. I forget what the first one was, but the second one was about uh like Biden's claim about social security, like the biggest increase in social security. And the fact check wasn't just like, oh, this tweet is missing context. And then you click on a link and it's like 15 other people said this was missing. Like they never actually give you a fucking answer. And this one said, oh, yeah, the reason for the biggest increase ever in Social Security is because inflation is running at 40-year highs or something like that. And Social Security has uh, built-in inflation adjustments tied to the CPI. Pretty I mean, it, it wasn't really like slanted one political it was just like, yeah, it's tied to the CPI. The CPI is at 40 year fucking highs. And so this is why you're seeing the, the biggest increase in Social Security. Really straightforward, really easy to understand what, you know, fact checking, if we're going to have it, should probably look like.
0: Well, now, Johnny, haven't you heard from Joy Reid that that. Inflation was never a word that people talked about until Republicans started teaching it to them. I, hang on. I've got, <laughs> yeah, I've no. got her. I, I got her saying it. here. Hang on. Listen to this.
1: The people I ever heard hear use the word inflation are journalists um, and economists. Right, so that is not part of
0: the normal lexicon of the way people talk. So it's interesting that Republicans are doing
1: something they don't normally do, right? Which is not use the common tongue, right? Not use just common English to sort of use, do on their campaigns like they're doing with crime. But what they've done is they've taught people the word inflation, right? Yeah. Most people who would have never used that word ever in their lives are using it now because they've been taught it, including on TV, including in newspapers. They've been taught this word and they, they sort of wrap this word around whatever it is that they really want to vote, the, the, you know, the reasons they really want. OK, well, uh, I mean, I guess maybe because like my old man was a finance guy, I've been hearing about inflation like my entire life. That being said, she's not like necessarily wrong that they really sort of beat this word into the American lexicon for all the fucking lemmings out there. Nobody's ever really defined it, though. And it's just like, oh, yeah, rising prices, inflation. But yeah, the the fact that I mean, if if she's right, let's say she's right and nobody understands what inflation is, that's a big problem. That's a big problem for voting age adults. To not it's, it's, understand inflation.
0: To me, it sounded like she said Republicans were doing a better job of teaching people things they needed to know than yeah, the like here's, government-run schools.
1: Yeah, despite them being responsible for like a large portion of the inflation. Um, And that's that's how they benefit from it is because inflation always has that lag attached to it where it's like you don't feel it immediately. The money has to circulate through the economy. And then it's it's much easier to blame, you know, uh, Biden for inflation, even though Donald Trump spent seven trillion dollars in 2020. Yeah, it's just like, oh, they're just they're learning a new word. How, how dare you? <laughs> that is pretty funny.
0: Well, I mean, that's the. That's the cognitive disconnect between all of these people on mainstream television, daytime talk shows and like the average American. I'm like, okay, maybe the average American didn't know what inflation was, but they had heard the word like they they had an idea because it's not like it's something that's new. It's not like this hasn't been creeping up on us for the last 15 years. Like, No,
1: No. and it's like and especially like the typical Republican voter that Joy Reid is picturing is like a fucking hoarder. And like West Virginia, that's been stockpiling fucking supplies for the last 20 years. And half of those people are like worried about hyperinflation being the end of the U.S. If you go go on Netflix and watch like the uh, the preppers show or whatever, half those people are like, I'm protecting myself from hyperinflation. (laughs) So people have been fucking talking about it. Maybe not in like liberal circles, but absolutely in Republican circles.
0: I mean, and anybody that's been paying attention to economics in any even remotely minimum way over the last 20 years has been paying like, has
1: I mean, we also get, I mean, how often do we get the CPI? Like every month, the the Federal Reserve comes out with a fucking CPI. And I mean, that's directly, I mean, that's how they measure inflation. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of people have heard the word before. They just haven't felt it before because it's been in the housing market. It's been in the stock market. And now it's in the things that you buy every day. The things that you really fuck it. Like you need food, you need energy, you need to put gas in your car. And now the inflation is there instead of just an inflated housing prices. And uh, like fucking how, how, far did the facebook stock crash over the last like two weeks there's a bunch of stocks that have just been fucking plummeting just chopped in half and all of that was just low interest rate fucking inflation horseshit that's been working its way through the through the markets
0: do you think that is in any way indicative of what may be coming next week with the elections
1: uh, well how do you mean just uh the stock prices
0: yeah that the the market is losing faith in the current administration expecting a big turnover
1: yeah it could be sort of a uh, yeah like people are selling off until the, once the republicans take control of everything then you might see a jump a jump in the stock market but it also could be sort of the opposite where it's like ever, since everyone's expecting it you might even get a bigger drop once it actually happens like a buy the rumor, sell the fact kind of thing. I don't know. I, 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 the, I mean, this market makes no sense to me. There, I, we saw a big jump in uh, precious metals and uh, a decent jump in the cryptocurrencies as well over the last uh, day or so. None, none of this shit makes any sense. All those, uh, the Fang stocks, though, you know, like Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google uh they've just been getting fucking hammered because they were way overvalued all of them were way even tesla i mean what's what's tesla at right now
0: everything's down yeah
1: yeah so uh i mean that's what happens when you fucking pump a bunch of cheap money into this stock market you have really low interest rates and people are doing all these like stock buybacks and things to goose the 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 price of their stocks and then you have the fed coming in talking about raising rates and uh Paul was in there uh was it two days ago on wednesday i think he said like I, he would rather over tighten than under tighten kind of thing that really freaked the markets out it, it's funny to watch the reaction of these markets that just they hang on every word of the federal reserve the chairman of the federal reserve like he <laughs> i always used to love when i would actually go into an office every day and i would watch these things live like They would pick out specific words to look for, like cute, like these little hidden words that were going to give you insight into the mind of the the Federal Reserve. And if you said this word, then it was like a really good thing. And if you said that word, it's a really bad thing. And when you take a step back and you look at how ridiculous that is, this guy says one word and that changes the value of all of these companies. It's just like This whole thing is completely fucking messed up. It's all, it's a disaster. I don't know how anybody makes any sense of it.
0: I'm just kind of browsing through a number of different stocks and stuff. All of them. I mean, Facebook, Google, Tesla, Amazon.
1: They're down more like 30%, like massive fucking declines over the last week or so, right?
0: Yeah, just over the last, yeah, over the last month, they've just like... Gone in the absolutely gone
1: in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. But the overall indices are like still kind of hanging out where they were, which is is interesting. I don't know, man. I I I don't know. I was expecting something to happen before these elections. I I thought the tightening would really pull the fucking rug out from under this market, but I still people still have faith in the in the Fed being able to fight this inflation word that everyone's just learning for the first time. Maybe because they don't understand inflation, they still think that they can get out of this fucking corner that they've painted themselves into, but they can't. They really can't. And we're we're seeing a lot of uh a lot of the like the staples that were sort of keeping this market afloat, like housing, the wheels are coming off of that. Speaking
0: of expecting something more, or you know something to happen prior to the election did we get a an october surprise i mean i guess paul pelosi got an october surprise but did anybody yeah, right else- outside the head
1: <laughs> right in the kisser you know i don't think so really because we were kind of expecting eli to close on twitter for a, i mean it's been a long drawn-out process but i think we all kind of figured it was going to happen paul pelosi thing was weird uh what else happened no i i didn't see like a big surprise they didn't like bring charges against Hunter Biden or anything like that. Uh, nothing happened with Donald Trump.
0: Nothing really happened with DeSantis or any of the big time candidates like Warnock and and Herschel Walker have been taking jabs back and forth at each other over their over their past records of abusing women, but nothing unexpected <laughs> out of that really.
1: <laughs> so what I I mean I've been seeing memes about Herschel Walker, but I don't really under I don't really know what's been going on.
0: Herschel Walker actually wrote a book about it. He, he had schizophrenia or it was like multiple, identity. Per, yeah.
1: Yeah. multiple personality disorder or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah.
0: So he had, he had dealt with that at one point. I don't know. I think it's at this point, I think it's been 20 plus years ago. Um, and during that time in his life, he had threatened his then wife with a gun and then, but then also Raphael Warnock is, like, a known woman beater. Like, he's beat his ex-wives, like, all of them pretty regularly. And this dude's supposed to be a pastor. So, you know, like, when you got a, a football player who threatened an ex with a gun, and then you got a pastor who literally beat the shit out of his exes are we do we really want to be running slam ads against each other with this like neither one of you motherfuckers are is, it, is, this, is this really the road we want to go down
1: well what did they do to deserve all this obviously they said something or did something to deserve regular yeah of course
0: <laughs> this is why we don't have very many women that listen
1: i think we have a pretty good ratio though for libertarians this is true <laughs> uh,
0: i guess the fetterman dr oz uh debate was that really an october surprise so much as just uh, i mean that was a surprise no, that they I actually let fetterman so. get on the stage like that
1: That's true uh we did have the joe biden's like was that the 60 minute interview again not a surprise that joe biden has fucking full-blown dementia he has no idea what planet he's on right now so i i yeah i didn't This is kind of fucking disappointing, a disappointing October.
0: You missed an opportunity. You should have run the video of the Fetterman debate while you were on drugs, recovering from getting your teeth taken out, and you comment on the debate while it's happening and see who makes more sense. You or Fetterman,
1: Dude, if if they put me under, I didn't go under for the surgery. But if they did and I was all fucking whacked out of my mind, that would have been a great idea. To do a podcast after that. Absolutely. See who's got, <laughs> pump, like pump me full of fucking drugs and see if I can hang with this uh with this stroke victim. Oh, that'd be so funny. Next time. I still got the top ones in. So maybe I'll go under for that. Dude, if I ever have to get those, they haven't really like come down or anything. So if they, I was thinking about that. I was like, if I have to fucking do this again and sit around for two weeks and drink smoothies, I'm going to be so pissed. I should have just gotten them all four done at the same time.
0: My mom had knee re- a knee replacement or was going to have to have a knee replacement when I was in college. And they were looking at the other one and they were like, after we do this first one, you're going to have to have the other one done within a year or two. And really the best way to do it is we same just time. go do them both at the same time. Then you get all your recovery out of the way at the same time. They said, cause if we do the one, you're not going to want to come back and do the second one. Like it's going to be bad enough that, You're not going to want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Once
1: you know uh, what you're in for. And that was probably back when like knee surgery was a bitch. It wasn't like arthroscopic shit. It was like, they went in there. Yeah. Cut you up real good.
0: Yeah. She's got, she's got like replacement parts that they put in. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah. So, I'm still looking literally?
1: for, yeah, I'm looking for spare parts for a 1984 Profita. It's <laughs> got some laying around, but I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh man, remember when I fucked up my leg? I was like, why didn't I just go get my teeth yanked out then? Cause I couldn't do anything then either. I couldn't really walk. I might as well just lay around and watch Netflix. Oh.
0: Find anything good on Netflix?
1: Yeah. You know, I watched uh, a couple of things. What was I watching? Was it on Netflix? One show was on Hulu with uh it was called the patient with steve, steve carell. carell that was pretty good
0: stephanie's been watching that she tells me it's really good i just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it yet
1: yeah yeah, yeah i watched that what else was i watching oh fuck i don't know i i forgot what i was watching but i i literally just finished it <laughs> and i'm pretty sure it was on netflix but must have really uh, left me. an impression yeah i loved it yeah i uh. But yeah, just been like bored out of my mind, really, for the most part. Haven't been getting out much and uh, can't wait to be able to eat regular food again. (laughs) Pizza
0: was really pretty good.
1: Yeah. Every time I go on uh, like YouTube or something, it's got like the one bite fucking everybody knows the rules reviews from El Presidente. Barstool Sports. And I'm just like, I shouldn't watch this. I shouldn't watch this. But he just went to a new pizza place. I'm going to look at it. And it's wonderful. And then the only things I like follow on all this, like on like Instagram and shit, it's all like food stuff. It's like pizza places and everything. I just like, I can't go on Instagram, which is not a big deal for me. Cause I almost never go on there anyway, but if I do pull it up, it's like, yeah, here's a recipe for something that you can't eat for another week and a half. Awesome. Anyway, yeah. are you, are you in a forgiving mood? How are you feeling today on this Friday evening?
0: Well, Normally, I'm always a very forgiving person, but we're going to get into that article, and I was not very forgiving of of anything. You
1: don't don't (laughs) want to let bygones be bygones? (laughs) I really do not. After two years of fucking absolute insanity?
0: After having employees chase me across stores to tell me I had to put a mask on or get out? No, I don't really feel like, especially being a person who worked in one of those stores where you were supposed to wear a mask, and nobody in our store said anything to anybody. Like, we don't care. If you're here, you're here to shop. We don't care. But to go in other stores and either be met at the door and told I have to leave or to literally have uh, employees chase me down. No, I I don't feel like forgiving anybody.
1: Yeah, well, the balls on this chick to write this article off the charts off the I got yelled at at the airport a couple months ago here in Mexico because they still had the, the mask mandate in the Mexican airports. And by the grace of God, I still just had one in like the bottom pocket of the backpack that I had because, you know, you just throw these things in a fucking bag when you're done with them. Uh, it's just unbelievable. It's called um, it's from the Atlantic. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. And then like the subtitle is let's focus on the future and fix the problems we need to solve. It's by Emily Oster Oster, that bitch, that fucking bitch. And she's a teacher, right? She's a teacher, like a professor at, uh, an, is it Brown? Uh, Ivy League school.
0: I think that's what she says.
1: Yeah. So in April 2020, with nothing else to do, my family took an enormous number of hikes. I already don't like her family. Uh, we, we all wore cloth masks that I had made myself. Another red flag. We had a family hand signal, which the person in front would use if someone was approaching on the trail and we needed to put on our (laughs) mask. So they're basically acting like they're fucking green berets behind enemy lines on a mission. And they have hand like secret hand signals to fucking tell you to put your fucking mask on that she made herself.
0: This is great.
1: Right (laughs) off the bat. Right off the bat, this is a person that I do not want to talk to at a party.
0: And then she goes on to say that her four-year-old would actually like scream at people who weren't wearing masks if they got too close to them when they that were is, on their that hike. That is
1: the next, I the next sentence. Distance. Once, when my when another child got too close to my then four-year-old four-year-old son on a bridge outside, he yelled at her social distancing. So she's fucking conditioned her kid. Her four-year-old to freak out about this thing, April of 2020. Now I'm trying to think back of where I was, April of 2020, and I, you know, I went back to look because I, I know I did. And she talks about like we'll we'll go through the the whole fucking article because it's just every fucking sentence of it is just absolutely delicious. But I I went back through the the podcast episodes because I know I did an episode that probably was the reason we got kicked off of youtube that said i think i just titled it masks don't work or something like that and i think i got a strike for that but in april of 2020 uh, i went back and i found this is uh april 28th i released this episode it was called bamboozled Based on the number of plays, this is before we had a, a much bigger audience. So feel free to go back and look at this or listen to this. But uh, the, you know, the description for the episode, the numbers are in and they look pretty definitive to me. It looks like we've been bamboozled once again into sacrificing more of our liberty for a doomsday sen- or for a false sense of security. None of the projections and doomsday scenarios used to justify the quarantine have materialized Yet we still have governors trying to extend their stay-at-home orders. How much longer will Americans accept this narrative? That was April 28th, 2020. Now, her premise is, oh, we didn't know anything. And, you know, we didn't know. And so we just took all these retarded precautions and, you know, who who could have known it was it was the same thing that they said after the 2008 financial crisis. nobody could have seen this coming nobody could have fucking predicted it and those that did predict it oh they just got lucky they were like a, a stopped clock it's you know a broken clock is right fucking twice whatever hey guys today's show is brought to you by our friends over at lorenzotti coffee You know them well by now. They are our oldest and longest running sponsor. We love these guys. We love their premium Italian coffee that they deliver right to your door. So do yourself a favor, get your mornings started right with the taste of freedom. Go to Lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code FICTION so they know I sent you, and you'll get 10% off your order. That's Lorenzotti, L-O-R, E as in Edward, N is in Nancy, Z is in Zebra, O-T-T-I dot coffee, promo code FICTION. Get all of your coffee and coffee supplies from these guys, and not only are they fans of the show, but they've gone above and beyond the Call of Duty As a sponsor. So go order some coffee, order an espresso machine, get a coffee grinder, do it all at lorenzati.coffee promo code fiction. All right. You know what I just realized? They fucking changed the subtitle of the article. I knew that didn't sound right. Oh,
0: did they?
1: Yeah, they fucking changed it because she got ratioed. She got absolutely fucking ratioed on Twitter. I remember the last time I saw the thing, it was like two or three thousand likes and thirty-two thousand comments, or something. Like it was something absolutely ridiculous. So the original, the original headline read something like, "Yeah, uh, we need to declare a pandemic amnesty. We need to forgive each other for what we did and said." when we were in the dark about COVID. That's what it fucking said originally. And now when I clicked on the link, it said what I fucking read off. And I was like, that doesn't, let's focus on the future and fix the problems we need to solve. Yeah, obviously they want to fucking forget the two years of their retardedness and just the absolute disdain with which they treated half of America. But (laughs) let's go back to the original subtitle that they printed. We need to forgive each other for what we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. Uh, First of all, I have nothing to um, apologize for. I I, nothing I did needs to be forgiven. I was fine. You were fine. I think most of our listeners were probably fine. They weren't a bunch of Karens calling the police on people, going to the park or fucking wakeboarding or like surfing on the beach, uh, trying to play catch with your son, calling the police, kicking them out of restaurants. No, no. No, We didn't do any of that. So we have nothing to apologize for, first of all. And it's it's very... um, very interesting that all of these people that got everything wrong from March of 2020 to today, that they're just like, "Oh yeah, can we just forget everything that just happened over the last two years and we'll just, you know, we'll just move on. No big deal. No big deal. un unfucking believe I-, I mean, this was not just like a little like whoops kind of thing people lost their livelihoods their bit their family businesses that they've been running you know it's like the crown achievement of their family for the last 80 years this business was in the family we had to shut it down because it was deemed non-essential people got fired for their jobs uh the great mark claire got fired from his job moved down to mexico now i think he's in florida i haven't talked to him in a while but like he, he got fired because he refused to get the vaccine. And oh, they did him
0: dirty. They did him even worse. They wouldn't fire him. They just refused to schedule him.
1: Oh, okay. So they just, yeah, they just fucking dragged it along. Like yeah. they do like, in the fucking judicial system, like also they knew run they, by the government, they, by the way. They
0: knew they couldn't fire him for not getting it. So instead of firing him, they just didn't give him, they just wouldn't give him hours or give him a job. Like they wouldn't let him do anything. Like That That was the bullshit that they pulled.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, I remember he, he was saying like, yeah, I still don't know what's going to happen. And he was just like, They just left them hanging out there for the longest time. He's like, fuck it. I'm I'm moving to Mexico. And then he wasn't here very long. He's back in, I think he's in Florida now. But yeah, I mean, tons of people lost their jobs over this. This is not just like a oops kind of thing.
0: And Dave Smith was spot on. Did you see his tweet about this? He said, imagine for a second that the COVID hysterics had been proven right. Outdoor masking worked, lockdown slowed the spread. The vaccine guaranteed you wouldn't spread the virus or get sick and die. How would they be treating us, the people who opposed it all? Amnesty?
1: Yeah, no, I, I did see that tweet. And yeah, he hit the fucking nail on the head. They, they always do this, where, where it's just like, if you just do the counter, like the fucking bizarro word, uh, world scenario, where you're just like, would they just be like, yeah, yeah, we'll just let bygones be bygones? It was no big deal. No, no, they would be doing the exact same thing that they were doing. While this was all going on, when they were telling you that you deserve to die, we're going to refuse you medical treatment, we're going to kick you out of hospitals, you don't get to go to your fucking grandparents' funeral, all this shit, because you're horrible people and we have the moral high ground. Fuck these people. And this bitch wrote like, I don't know how many words are in this article. We'll go through the whole thing. You know what wasn't in this article? A goddamn apology. Nothing. Nothing. Even resembling uh, an apology, nothing that be that could be construed as an apology is in here. These pompous pussies—they ruined millions of people's lives, and they don't even have the decency to just be like, "Hey, I got it wrong. I've learned from this. Let's let's move on." I still wouldn't accept that. Like, they need to fucking beg. They need to beg for fucking forgiveness. They need to repent. You don't just get to fucking ruin. Tens of millions of people's lives and then just be like, oh, nobody could have seen it coming. Well, no, a bunch of people saw this coming and they tried to speak out against it. And you fucking kicked them off of platforms. You kicked them off of YouTube. You kicked them off of Twitter. You censored them. So if you, you know, if you're one of these people that are these useful idiots of the fucking government, I have no sympathy for you. You could have known about this. All you had to do was go on the internet. You had to listen to this podcast. There's a a handful of other podcasts that got this completely right from day one. But no, no, you were were turning on CNN and the fucking corporate press, and you haven't learned a goddamn thing. And you just want to move on.
0: So nobody actually reads anymore. But I was writing about it on Facebook long before I started doing podcasting about it. And what's really funny about this is she says in this next uh, the next
1: next paragraph. Yeah.
0: These precautions were totally misguided. In April 2020, no one got the coronavirus from passing someone else hiking. Outdoor transmission was vanishingly rare. Our cloth masks made our uh, made out of old bandanas wouldn't have done anything anyway, but the thing is we didn't know. Except that you fucking did. All you had to do was listen to the actual experts, the actual science. That's what Because the the people who are the trust of
1: science, they're the trust of science crowd. This is the trust of science professor.
0: The people who didn't know and were overreacting and panicking and going nuts over things, they weren't looking at any of the actual evidence. The evidence was there in April and May for everything you needed to know about this very early on. All you had to do was actually look at the science and the information. There were very smart people who were saying masks don't do anything. The gloves that you wear, you don't wear them right. They're not doing anything. Sanitizing everything over and over and over again, lysoling your groceries before you bring them in the house, you're actually creating vectors of transmission for other things that are way worse than this. And you're creating these over-sterilized surfaces that will allow these germs to to thrive and spread on them. Like, there were very smart people who were saying all of these things that they in fact, I'm pretty sure the CDC even admitted. That six foot social distancing was just a made up number that they pulled out of their ass. They had no fucking clue if that was even relatively close to being something that would work.
1: No, and it's one point five meters here in uh, Mexico. Anybody that's you know on the metric system, one point five meters is not six feet. (laughs) A meter is about three feet. So yeah, it was complete bullshit. And it's I don't think anything sort of just exemplifies the mentality of these people that did untold amounts of damage to humanity for the last two years. And then they just throw your hands and be like, oh, you know, like, can't we just, we just forget that we treated you like subhuman pieces of shit that we were ready to throw out on the fucking street because you wouldn't inject yourself with an experimental gene therapy that was tested on like 14 mice. Then all died." right yeah it's it's fucking unbelievable that there's not even a pot like no admission of guilt or any i couldn't believe it at first i was like okay well at least she's admitting like in that last paragraph that she got the masks wrong like okay i get it like oh yeah it takes a couple months to realize that that was complete bullshit sure all of these measures i mean i don't know hiking with a fucking mask on just sounds retarded to me to begin with but let's she's at least admitting that they got that wrong too little too late. Like it's 2022, it's almost 2023 now. And she's like, okay, yeah, we got that wrong. But there's no, like, there's no apology anywhere in here. She says in the next paragraph, I've been reflecting on this lack of knowledge. Thanks to a class I'm teaching. Good God. She's teaching your kids at Brown university for probably like what? $75,000 of fucking pop.
0: None of my kids are smart enough to go to Brown, so I'm in good shape. Yeah,
1: yeah. Smart enough is a weird, yeah, interesting phrase. <laughs> we spent several lectures reliving the first year of the pandemic, discussing the many important choices we had to make under conditions of tremendous uncertainty.
0: God, I wish I was in that class.
1: Just to pull up the numbers, just put them like on a graph. You know, like a like a stupid-ass pie chart or something that even the lemmings at Brown can understand. And when 98% of the fucking pie chart is completely fine, and then you got this little sliver, and you're like, oh, yeah, nobody could have known. Nobody could have known that this has a 99-point-something percent survival rate in people under the age of 65 without four comorbidities.
0: I want to know... How much actual science and research was destroyed because of this? Because I've talked about like the, the mask thing. My very first video that got taken down on YouTube that I did for, for my own stuff, I took a 2010 study that was done by Dr. Fauci and some other doctor, where they looked at all these different types of masks, put them into like practical use. And what they discovered through this study was that the only way anything worked was in a completely sterile surgical room setting. Otherwise, every single mask that you could possibly imagine failed. Yeah. The N95s were marginally better than anything else. But at the end of the day, they all fail. None of them work unless you're in a completely sterile surgical room setting. Of course. I did a, I did a podcast on this, read the article, went through all the data and everything. The the episode got taken down and then the link disappeared didn't exist anymore how much science how much actual research got destroyed because it had been done and it didn't fit the narrative that they were trying to push like, the, the deaths and everything else like there's no telling how many people are going to have died because of misdiagnoses or because of suicide or God knows what else how much yeah how much lost science and actual research are we never going to recover? Because it just got completely memory hold because it didn't fit the narrative.
1: Right. And, well, and especially because people have this. There are two mentalities on this pro-COVID regime side. It's this one like, oh, well, nobody could have known. So let's just forget that this the past two years happened. We didn't do anything wrong. And then there are the people that are still wearing the N95 masks and putting like five or six masks over that. There's, there's nothing else. So yeah, they're going to learn nothing. The, the It's, dude, it is so fucking infuriating to listen to this chick talk with, without any sort of um, like self-reflection and just no, no sense of just like, maybe I got this wrong. Maybe I need to like admit that, I I was wrong about this and apologize, nothing. Trying to learn from, you know, if they had said, okay, like we were looking to the CDC and the WHO and our, you know, our wise overlords in Washington to sort of walk us through this and give us reliable information. And it turns out that they were wrong every step of the way. And we should never listen to them again for all of you out there that, We're telling us this in real time, real time, mind you, as close to real time as you can get. And we treated you like shit. I am fucking sorry. I will never do it again. I will never listen to the Dr. Fauci's of the world again. And if you accept my apology, we can fucking move forward towards like a new Liberty or something, something along those lines. I don't know, but there's nothing like that. There's, there's, it's all just like, oh, well, we didn't know. And so like we we made decisions based on the information we had at the time. No, you didn't. You didn't. You made decisions based off of fucking propaganda and go back and listen to the interview. I know the audio is shit, but the interview that we did about the propaganda a couple weeks ago, I think it's called peddling propaganda. I don't remember. Yeah, something like that. And it, it was like propaganda one one from from day one of uh like you know this whole uh pandemic thing you got propagandized you you have to take a step back and realize that that's what happened if you want to begin to talk about amnesty because you're not going to get anything here and until you do that i'm sorry you've done tremendous amounts of damage, more damage to humanity than anything else. Any other cause you claim to champion climate change and all this other shit. No, no, you guys did more damage to humanity. Some of the choices she continues turned out to be better than others. (laughs) Yeah, they did. My choices were fantastic. And by the way, like I've said it before, COVID was the best thing that ever happened to me personally. I'm fighting for all these other people that had their lives ruined. Like I, I didn't suffer at all through this. I, I actually um, You Ended up I think living more life. life in Mexico. Yeah, I've I've had a great the the past two years have been the best two years of my life. I, I'm not shy about admitting that. I am upset for the other people who I realize um, who I can empathize with. These people have no sense of empathy, which is mm-hmm. probably because they're all fucking sociopaths. Um, the definition, I think, of a sociopath. But yeah, like these these people had their entire lives ruined. The best calamari on the face of the earth will never be fucking cooked again <laughs> <You're> <laughs> at Falstrom's restaurant, Chicago. Belmont <laughs> in Chicago. Like all these restaurants closed down, people will never get that shit again. Those are family owned restaurants. Uh, you know, it's just it's an untold amount of damage. But yeah. Yeah, it turns out some choices were better than others. Take an example close to my own work. There's an emerging, if not universal, consensus that schools in the U.S. were closed for too long. The health risks of in-school spread were relatively low, whereas the costs to students' well-being and educational progress were high. Hmm. If only somebody had been talking about this. Man. the latest
0: we would have talked about such a thing john
1: oh just those uh, kooky fucking right wing like catholic schools stayed open my mom uh is like a parapro at a catholic school in milwaukee and they like they closed down but they opened up like way too early you know like sometime in 2021 or something and they They were doing, I mean, I don't know if they still do this, but they were doing the retarded shit where they wiped down the desks and everything in between classes. And I think they started, they might have even started rotating the teachers instead of the students. So the students were in the same classroom and just the teachers were moving and they're doing all this retarded shit and the kids are wearing masks and no transmission whatsoever. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It doesn't affect kids. We knew this in April of 2020 when the fucking numbers came out and I did an episode on it and we knew the masks didn't work. I forget when I I could have sworn that I couldn't find it, but maybe I, was that just a YouTube video that said masks don't work? Might've been, might've just been that it might've just been the clip of that, but I did a whole episode about how these masks are just complete bullshit, mostly because of like how we're using them and this, and what we're expecting them to do, which is like, like you were talking about when you're in like a surgical you know scenario you're operating on somebody's liver yeah you don't want like to drool into their open cavity so you put a mask over your face and you you scrub your hands and you walk in like this and somebody puts gloves over your hands and the mask is on and like as soon as you're done you take the mask off with the gloves and it's not like take it off put it on put it in your pocket throw it in your backpack hop on a plane like retarded things that we would do
0: well like the people who were wearing the gloves they were using the gloves to do everything like they're, they're using the gloves to take a pencil and write on stuff and to pick stuff up and put stuff down. And, and like, and then they're touching their face and all this, like the, your gloves do nothing. Your gloves are as dirty as right. your hands. <laughs>
1: yeah. You basically just put something on your hands and use your hands as normal. So what, what are we doing here? Like, just use your hands. It, it, it dude, people are, f- let's not forget the level of retardation that took place since March of 2020. We saw people cutting holes in the masks that they could play the flute at band camp. Uh, I saw somebody go up on uh, a parasailing thing with a mask on all by themselves, uh, 85 feet in the air, over the ocean.
0: I will never forget it. The best one I saw was this woman sitting in her car with the window cracked with a cigarette in her hand. And she pulled her mask down to take a drag off of her cigarette blow the smoke out the window, and then pull their mask back up. Yeah. Really?
1: Nailed really? it. N- n- fucking nailed it. And by the way, everything that they prescribed was completely wrong. Not only did, were they wrong about just locking things down, but it's like we're closing the gyms. You can't go outside. You can't get exercise. You can't get sunlight. You have to order delivery food, which is just like it's the – it's so fucking unhealthy. They just throw a fucking stick of butter into everything, a bunch of sodium, and yeah, get yeah, get takeout every day, sit on your fucking fat ass and watch Netflix. And what are the what are the underlying conditions? Oh yeah, hypertension, high blood pressure, morbid obesity.
0: And like what did you see in all of New York or these big cities where transmission was running rampant? It was because everybody was stuck inside in these big apartment complexes with central heat and air. The air is just circulating through this entire building, just spreading everything. Had, but but the park, your park was closed. You couldn't go to the park. They poured, they poured in open sand
1: air. into like skateboard parks. <laughs> just like what the beach. I remember there's like the, the picture of the guy that's uh paddle boarding by himself and the cops come the, uh, the fucking Coast Guard comes, probably guns drawn. If I know anything about Coast Guards, they come out six strong with firearms drawn to pull you off your fucking paddleboard because you're violating the COVID rules. Out in the so, ocean,
0: by, by all by your damn self with not a soul in sight. Right. But how many times do we see like people just sitting by themselves on a park bench or something, minding their own damn business? Doing nothing, nothing but sitting there without a mask on. But and those then they are get the people up on and attacked by the cops. Like I wasn't, I was not a risk. I wasn't hurting anybody. I wasn't even close to anybody until you came and got on top of me, and then you made me
1: be close to you.
0: I didn't want to be close to you. You did this. Yeah,
1: yeah. They created the exact scenario for which they're arresting you for, or whatever, which is like entrapment or something. But. By the way, those those are the people that need to apologize for for the the way they behaved over the last couple of years. Because I went to a park and tried to play catch with my son a uh, hundred yards away from everybody else. I need to apologize, and we need amnesty. Fuck you, fuck you. You need to you need to get on your knees and beg for forgiveness for what you did. You you have. They all have fucking blood on their hands. And every single one of these, including this Brown University teacher, they are the people that like they, they tell the Nazis that they're hiding Jews under the fucking floorboards. They were doing that shit. They were doing it. It just wasn't based on Judaism. It was based on your vaccine status or whether or not you were following any other of the retarded COVID regime uh, rules that you were supposed to go along with. They're not wearing
0: masks, and they went outside for more than 15 minutes today. They're breaking the COVID protocols.
1: Yeah. Oh, and they were patting themselves on the back for the last two years, breaking their arms to pat themselves on the back. Look what I did, bragging about it. I turned this guy in. I turned that guy in. How many videos
0: did we see of people getting attacked in grocery stores because they weren't wearing masks? I mean, it's the whole reason I started carrying airplanes too. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't carried a gun on me since I moved back here from from Jersey, Pennsylvania area. And when COVID hit, and all of those videos started coming out, I went and got my carry permit and started carrying again everywhere I went because I was not going to be on the wrong end of an ass beating because I wouldn't wear a mask that wasn't going to accomplish anything anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, by the way, i've I've been like, um, I've been doing a fair amount of spearfishing down here in Mexico, and I can't get a good seal around my beard. Your beard's like thirty times thicker than mine. I guarantee you, you weren't getting a good seal on your mask around the beard. And you ever see those guys with like the really big, fucking, burly, bushy beards? <laughs> they got this mask over with like four inches of hair that just
0: there was a there was a lady that came up to me at the store when we were working at Lowe's and I had the, we had the option. You could wear a mask or a face shield. Well, with all of this, the mask was uncomfortable. So I wore the face shield and she comes up, her, her mask isn't even pulled up over her nose for one thing. And she comes up and she goes, you know, that face shield doesn't do anything right. <laughs> I'm like, lady, I just wear it so I can work here. I don't really give a shit. Like you don't even have your mask pulled up over your nose. or you wanted to be judging here. Yeah,
1: it, dude, it's, it is un. Uh,
0: it's a wonder my wife said I was an HR nightmare.
1: <laughs> You're definitely, we, we both are. Uh, you more so than me, I think. Uh, but this is just, I, I mean, this is beyond the pale. I, I still can't get over. I mean, this lady like spent time on this. Not only did she think this was a good idea. She sat down and wrote this whole article, which we still need to keep going through, but.
0: I I wanted to skip a couple. There there's a couple paragraphs.
1: So the school thing, yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah we fucked up. We closed the schools too early, and the kids' scores were suffering.
0: <laughs> and uh, then she talks about the vaccine stuff, which like she acts like the mRNA's won out over the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah,
1: yeah, the John that, that was the problem. That was the problem. The Johnson and Johnson one was bad. The other ones are really good.
0: As, that's like whenever I was looking at that, I was like, okay, like. When you've literally set the bar so low that you just need to not trip over it and break your face, like, are we really going to say that one was better than the other? Like, that's uh, that's uh, Dude,
1: really okay. But the one of the most outrageous thing, and this drives me absolutely crazy, was when uh, Donald Trump was giving one of those daily press conferences, right? And he made that comment about like bleach, like putting bleach in in yourself or something like that. And that's her example. She says, obviously, some, and she puts some in italics, some people intended to mislead and made wildly irresponsible claims. Remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach? That was bad. Misinformation was and remains a huge problem. But most errors were made by people who are working in the earnest good of society.
0: So anybody that got it wrong on the side of the COVID cult, they were working in the good and earnest of society. And if you go back and you actually listen to Trump's statements, the ones that got twisted out of proportion, uh, he talked about hydrochloroquine. But because that was I can't remember what the exact name of it was, something that sounds very similar to that. Is used as a fish tank cleaner and some dumb bitch poisoned her husband with it. He wasn't even sick and she wasn't trying to like help him it, as the story turned out. This woman wasn't even trying to like help get her husband over COVID. She was just poisoning the dude. Uh, but because the thing that she used sounded a lot like hydrochloroquine and is a fish bowl cleaner or is a fish tank cleaner, well, then the mainstream media ran with that story and acted like. Donald Trump was telling people to go take fish tank cleaner and kill themselves. It right. was the same with the bleach yeah. thing. It was the same with the um, what was the like the UV treatments?
1: Um, yeah. And Yeah. Putting the light inside. Right? Like, OK, first of all, how many people take Donald Trump's like their whole argument against Donald Trump is nobody takes him seriously because he's a fucking orange cartoonish buffoon. Also, let's say that that one lady did do that to one person and maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 other retards thought that injecting bleach was a good idea based off of a press conference that they saw. And they didn't feel the need to just Google it, which I highly doubt anybody actually did that. Did anybody need to be told that you shouldn't inject yourself with bleach? And if they did, are those people really worth talking to?
0: Remember, uh, there was this big this big ordeal about how I can't remember if it was Mississippi or Oklahoma. It was one of those southern states where the horse, the the horse version of um, iber, ivermectin or, yeah, or- is actually like pretty easy to get if you just call a vet's office or whatever. And so I almost want to say it was the Atlantic ran an article that that um, calls to poison control were up 70 percent over last year because so all of these people were getting horse paste and getting poisoned from it but yeah, it, was it was actually it had gone five. from yeah it had been like four people the year before and there were seven people this year it's like oh my god everybody's killing themselves with horse paste yeah the that whole yeah, three other
1: just give you the percentage you know the number is low for sure and by the way i mean does that pale in comparison to the hundreds Of millions of people that injected themselves with a vaccine that was completely sold on 100% bullshit that said you can't transmit it, you can't get it, it's safe and effective, and none of those things were true, you can get it, you can transmit it, and oh, it turns out you might die of a heart attack at 48 I, I mean, this is unfucking believable. Her example of misinformation is Donald Trump talking about bleach that had no effect on the country, none whatsoever. And then you have the the biggest propaganda campaign I've ever seen in my entire lifetime. Billions of dollars behind it. Big pharma, all of government, Hollywood. They're doing dance videos and all this weird shit about getting fucking vaccines, and they haven't tested it on anybody on any the tests that they had had 15 people in them it was like literally not even the first one it was like 25 people or something and they abandoned the control group because they had moral qualms about uh go back and listen i don't want to rehash all of this but the idea that donald trump talking about injecting yourself with bleach and like an off-the-cuff comment in a press conference that Nobody would have paid any attention to if the media wasn't like, oh, we can get Donald Trump with this. Let's run 85 fucking segments about how you shouldn't inject yourself with bleach when nobody was doing that versus a a trillion dollar propaganda campaign about injecting yourself with. It could have been like, who knows what the fuck is in these things?
0: Speaking of that, I mean, did you see the tweet from the one um, this chick says my now 38 year old husband was just told by his cardiologist? That his benign myocarditis reaction from Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine is now a chronic heart condition. There's only a 20% chance of living for the next nine years. This oh, it, awesome. doubled his uh, calcinine And then some dipshit responded, would him receiving COVID have, and spreading the disease been a better alternative? And she said, "He still uh, got COVID, moron.
1: Yeah, uh, 100% oh. it would have been better. Yeah, because he'd be fine and everybody that got covid would be fine.
0: Right, and he's 38 years old. He'd have been perfectly fine. He'd have probably had a similar go of covid as you and I had. I mean, the second time I had it, I mowed the yard and drank beer and bourbon. I think I'd hung out and yeah. it, my wife and I sat around the house and watched Wait, TV. I, I
1: remember yeah, like a year ago or something I I came up with a list of things I'd rather do than get co- or I'd rather get covid than do. And I'll tell you what, getting your teeth pulled, I'd rather get covid. Absolutely, hundred percent. I would. I, I, I like almost everything. I'd rather get COVID than have happened to me. Anything bad, like picture anything bad. I'd rather get COVID. It's three days of a fever and you're like an achy fever. Okay. If you're not, if I, even not, take, if you, I mean, I didn't take alpha
0: strand over it. Like I had alpha before it was, you know, popular fashion, for like everybody. It. Yeah, before it was popular for everybody to get COVID. Yeah, it, it put me down for a week. I mean. It wasn't a bad week. I got to lay on the couch and watch a lot of TV, and
1: exactly what they told you to do to avoid getting COVID. By the way, <laughs> I
0: drank a lot, drank a lot of, or uh, I ate a lot of chicken broth and drank a lot of grape juice. So those were the only things that had any flavor. But yeah. you know, it Dude,
1: wasn't terrible. It is fucking unbelievable. I can't. I, I just. I can't even. I can't even. I don't think I've ever said that on this podcast, but this is unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. The the lengths they will go to justify the shit that they put people through, and it was for nothing. Just admit that it was, you got it. You didn't just get it wrong. Like it, you got worse than wrong. You you did tremendous amounts of irreparable damage to humanity. She goes on. Yeah, she talks about the kids, their their education, the the misinformation of Donald Trump. Yeah, the bleach that was the really big misinformation campaign. Not that they didn't test this fucking vaccine against transmission that wasn't the big misinformation thing not that they said it was safe and effective when it wasn't actually safe and effective not that like nothing they said about it was true nothing other than the fact that you wouldn't have to pay for it but even that isn't true because your fucking tax dollars pay for it trillions of dollars into the pockets of pfizer
0: she goes on to say, given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic. And on every topic, someone was eventually proved right. That would be us.
1: The same and, the same one. The same one was yeah. proven right on every and topic. This,
0: and someone else was proved wrong. That would be her. Yes. And, and all of her ilk. In some instances, the right people were right for the wrong reasons. And in other instances... They had a prescient understanding of the available information. (laughs) I don't know of anybody that was right for the wrong reasons. How are you right for the wrong reasons? We were right because we actually looked at the data that was available at the time and said, okay, this all makes sense. The shit y'all are doing doesn't. Maybe we should try doing this.
1: I I think what she's getting at is just like this caricature of like right wing MAGA country. is just like, I want my freedom, so I'm not taking your vaccine." And they just turned out, it turned out to like the vaccine didn't do anything. So they got lucky kind of thing.
0: <laughs> your your accent was pretty good.
1: I, yeah, I do a good, I do a pretty good Southern accent. <laughs> uh, so I think I'm, I'm almost positive that's what she's picturing when she said they were right for the wrong reasons, because they just wanted their, they just wanted their lives and they didn't want somebody else to have a claim on their, on their, their lives and their livelihood and everything like that wrong i mean that's a completely subjective call like i don't, i don't know I, I wouldn't call that the wrong reason i would call that a pretty good fucking reason <laughs> but even still like even if you fucking just stumbled and fumbled your way into not taking the vaccine congratulations it, you you won you won this one and everybody that gets things wrong everybody that loses always looks at people that win all the time, like, oh, you got lucky. Must be nice. You got, must be nice to be lucky. Blah. No, no. Luck had nothing to do with it. We have like a a few brain cells rattling around between our ears that we can rub together and figure out that the the government is full of shit. I I mean, just look at the track record. And being a libertarian or an anarchist, I, I think we've all been sort of inoculated from... The propaganda that they they put forth and we have this innate sort of ability to uh resist what they're telling us and call it luck i suppose you're going to be right more than you're going to be wrong it just, i don't think
0: it luck had anything to do with it we took the available data and even if you didn't though yeah, even choice. if you
1: didn't but the data did come out relatively early in april we had data from the epicenters of new york and all these major cities and it was like It was 99 to 1. The people that were dying were old and fat and unhealthy and had underlying conditions. And nobody under the age of 30 was dying. And nobody under the age of 50 without four or five comorbidities was dying. And it was just obvious if you looked at that, but they don't look at it. It's so bizarre. You know, it's like they're pretending to like read a book or something and be like, oh, yeah, like based on this book, you should do this. But they never actually read the book. They just heard somebody else tell them that that's what the book said, and so they're turning on CNN. The CNN says, "Oh, like all these people are dying of COVID, and you got to take the vaccine." And if you just look at the number, like they never put the numbers out there. Of course they didn't, because if they did, if they put honest to god numbers out there, then you it would just be obvious that this was nothing to panic about. And there were other episodes that I did in March of 2020 that said this is this pandemic is bullshit. You guys should go back and listen to them and see. See how right I was.
0: I think I, I got to run and pick up my daughter.
1: Oh shit! Less than a minute.
0: Will you video the last part that you do and send it to me, and I'll put the whole video together?
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll put my final thoughts together.
0: All Thanks. Right. Sorry, I got. It? <laughs> she's, she's got a dance she's getting out of, like, hearing about forty-five minutes, so I gotta go get her.
1: All right. All right. Take care of <laughs> me. Okay. So uh, Justin had to leave. I'm gonna finish up this article because we're we're not done with all of the retarded things that this lady is talking about. I, you know, I forget exactly where we left off, but, and we've been, we, we skipped over some of the redundant parts. She talked about the, um, the problems with, with kids in school. Obviously some people were misled about bleach and we went over that. Given the amount of uncertainty, almost every position was taken on every topic. We talked about that. To the people that got it right, for whatever reason, may they may want to gloat. Those who got it wrong, for whatever reason, may feel defensive and retrench into a position that doesn't accord with the facts. Yeah, look in the fucking mirror. You got it wrong. Um, yes, she kind of admitted to getting it wrong, but she couched it with this like, oh, well, we didn't have the information at the time. And you did you did you buried your head in the sand and so you you know it's like almost like the stupid or liar thing are you stupid or are you just lying you could have had this information it would have been readily available if you didn't support the big tech censorship that went on for the last two years as well so maybe talk about that a little bit uh talk about the people that got deplatformed, and we, we ran out of time today but uh Dr. McCullough lost his life. They took away his license to practice medicine based on his uh, stance on COVID. And by the way, he was right about COVID uh, from the get go, lost his license. So For whatever reason, if you got it right, for whatever reason, if you got it wrong, for whatever reason, all this gloating and defensiveness continues to gobble up a lot of social energy and drive the culture wars, especially on the Internet. These discussions are heated, unpleasant, ultimately unproductive. Listen, I I don't want to gloat. I don't care about gloating. I want you. She talks about learning from these mistakes. I want you to learn and I want you to listen to the people that got it right. I tie it back to the, to basically any crisis that you go back through. But the most recent one for me is the 2008 financial crisis. Go back and learn the lessons of that. Did anybody learn the lessons that, you know, we had super committees and all this shit to investigate the 2008 financial collapse. What did they come up with? Uh, Nothing but wrong answers. Go back and listen to the people that predicted it in real time, that explained the problem in real time, that got it right in real time and pay homage to them. Realize that they got it right and that you got it wrong and maybe not just chalk it up to luck like, oh, you just got lucky. And like, for whatever reason, you just happened to be right on this. No, 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 no. You could run this scenario. A hundred times, do it a hundred times. I will be right 100 times out of 100 times because it's not just luck. It's not dumb luck. I know it looks like that to uh, these fucking lemmings out there that have no idea what's going on, but it's it, luck has nothing to do with it. It's a uh, principles. It's an ideology that explains all of this. And if you stick to these principles, if you adhere to the ideology, if you realize that you know, she talks about these people not having nefarious uh, incentives or motives to lie to us or whatever. It just you know they just got it wrong. Oh shucks, oh shucks, <laughs> whatever. Um, no, no, and that's what puts libertarians in a unique position to be right about this because we're already distrustful of the state of government of these uh, powers that be. No, luck had nothing to do with it. And similarly, she continues, getting something wrong wasn't moral, wasn't a moral failing. No, I, I suppose just being wrong is not. But the things that you did, thinking you were right, major, major moral failing. Ah, I'm sorry, you fucking failed. The, the moral test where you're talking about fucking people deserve to die because they won't go along with your prescription for the problem. That's a major moral failure. I don't know what else to say. I mean, just being wrong is not necessarily. But making these choices, she says, we made all these choices. Uh, Is that in the next paragraph? But basically, like, we had to make these choices. It was a very difficult time and nobody knew. Well, if you don't know, then don't make these kinds of choices, these devastating choices that have tremendous repercussions, that untold repercussions that even the the best models couldn't predict but you could you know just thinking about it taking a step back and thinking it through this isn't a zero-sum game like there are consequences to these to these choices that you're making and maybe if you're not sure you shouldn't do it maybe you better be damn sure you got this right if you're gonna hold kids back, you know, There, she, she goes on, there's another paragraph about how far behind they are in schooling and everything like that. Uh, people, uh, stopped going to their regularly scheduled, uh, doctor's appointments to screen for cancer and things like that. Cause they're afraid of getting sick in the hospital. Um, yeah, these are all things that you should have considered. And if you're not sure, you, like you need to be positive that your prescription is better than uh the alternative that's going to produce results that are um demonstrably better than the the problems that you would experience if you don't put those uh uh programs or uh rules into place and there is never any discussion about that none whatsoever this is a complete failure I, I, in every sense of the word and there's just no sense of um, guilt or or anything let's just move on it really is just unbelievable let's put we need to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty we can leave out the willful purveyors of actual misinformation while forgiving the hard calls that people had no choice but to make with imperfect knowledge um they had a choice to make them they chose wrong Not everybody made these choices. Other countries didn't do the exact same thing that the U.S. did. Imperfect knowledge. Why was it imperfect? Was it because you censored people that went against the regime? Could that have anything to do with it? Oh, God, this is just so frustrating to read. I've read through this before, and it's just like, like, literally everything that these so-called conspiracy theorists were talking about years ago she addresses here but she never takes responsibility for ignoring their warning signs none of it if you're gonna call for amnesty from the people that you treated like subhuman pieces of shit for the last two years said they didn't deserve to live they don't deserve to go to their fucking grandparents funerals they should be fucking shunned from society uh, there has to be a little capitulation on your uh just an, like how about an apology? like start with that, but no, no, that thought doesn't even cross her fucking mind and that tells you everything you need to know about these people. They're horrible fucking people. They're the worst. They are the worst fucking people walking the face of the earth. Uh, they do not deserve amnesty. They don't deserve any anything resembling am- amnesty. They deserve nothing but your contempt and never fucking forget. The things that they said about you, the way they treated you, the way they were prepared to empower government to treat you. They were going to, I mean, vaccine passports, you were getting kicked out of restaurants, you didn't deserve to work, you didn't deserve to earn a living, and you know you deserve to die a lonely fucking painful death because you didn't want to do this, because you didn't believe all of the things that turned out to be completely wrong. It really is just unfucking believable. I- I- I'm still just flabbergasted at this whole thing. Los Angeles County closed its beaches in summer 2020. Ex post facto, this makes no more sense than my family's mask uh, hiking trips. No, not not ex post facto. In real time, though, it made no sense. These were fucking retarded to anybody with brain cells, to anybody that wasn't conditioned to believe government's bullshit. Think about it and just, you know, break that, break through those chains that government has wrapped around your brain and you'll see that it's not ex post facto. No, 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 no. It's right there in front of you in real time. This is, you don't have to look back to realize that that was retarded, To all these things were retarded, to giving people hugs behind plastic fucking things, sitting six feet apart, They're still doing that shit on like T like I was watching Shark Tank. They're still putting people like eight feet apart, but then they just get up and hug each other, like walking through the restaurant with a mask on and then taking it off and sitting there and taking your mask down in between. But this is all just retardedness on an epic scale. Oh, but nobody could have seen this coming. No, of course they could. Plenty of people did. You just didn't listen to them. You refused to listen to them and you uh, berated them. You looked down on them. You insulted them. So fuck you. Fuck you and your amnesty. I'm sorry. This is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Imperfect knowledge. Yeah. Uh, we need to learn from our mistakes and let them go. I didn't make any mistakes. You need to learn from your mistakes and repent and apologize. Not, we're not letting them go. Uh, I'm sorry. This is not just like... You, you brought me the wrong fucking drink that I ordered. Like, I ordered a Bud Light, and you gave me a fucking Miller Light. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would let that go. This is a little bigger than that. A little fucking bigger than that. We need to forgive the attacks, too. Because I thought school should reopen and argued that kids as a group were not a high risk, I was a teacher killer. A genocide Genocidaire? I don't know what the fucking... Okay. Nobody actually called her that. Is she a French teacher? <laughs> um, it wasn't pleasant, but feelings were high. And I certainly don't need to dissect and rehash the th- poor thing. Poor thing. I wonder when she exactly advocated for the schools to be I bet you it was like three months ago. Uh, uh, yeah, poor the poor thing. She was called bad words. She was called a genocidaire with an accent over the E in genocide. Uh, moving on is crucial now because the pandemic created many problems that we need to solve. Again, the pandemic didn't create any of these problems. It didn't even have to be a pandemic. Uh, Human beings created this problem. Stupid human beings created this problem. Gullible human beings created this problem. Uh, Ignorant human beings created this problem. So yes, yes, Learn your lessons of the past two years and stop listening to the people that were peddling this bullshit. How about that? How about that? And you apologize to the people that were trying to tell you that those people were full of shit. How about that? You want amnesty? I'll, I'll counter with, uh, stop listening to the corporate press and politicians on a power grab and start and apologize to the people that were trying to tell you that you, you were being misled, that you were being sold a bill of goods. Again, with the test scores, historic decline, math, reading. I, I mean, honestly, I feel like these scores decline every year regardless. These are government schools. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how I feel about the schools closing, to be honest with you. Is being in a government school better than not? i don't know i don't know uh, for some it probably depends on the kid right so probably should have kept the schools open since we knew in april of 2020 two and a half years ago that the kids weren't at risk for this how about that okay um tutoring blah 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 many people have neglected their health care over the years yeah routine vaccination rates are down oh, i wonder why um Rather than debating the role that messaging played about COVID vaccines had in this decline, we need to put all our energy into bringing these rates back up. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with, let's say, hypothetically, you have a, a real vaccine, an actual vaccine that um, inoculates you from getting the virus or the disease and prevents you from transmitting it at the same time, like what vaccines used to be before they changed the fucking definition. Good luck selling the people on that now. You just went on a two-year bullshit campaign, lied through your fucking teeth. Everything was wrong. Why would they believe you again? You're, you're digging your own fucking grave here. It's not our fault that they don't believe you, that people don't believe you anymore. You're you you have you're the boy who fucking cried wolf. You have no fucking track record of honesty or getting anything right. So, it, yeah, good luck. Good luck. Putting all your energy, getting those rates back up. The standard saying is that those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. But dwelling on the mistakes of history can lead to a repetitive doom loop as well. Let's acknowledge that we made complicated choices in the face of deep uncertainty and then try to work together to build back and move forward. Repetitive doom loop. Why does that remind me of the school to prison pipeline (laughs) repetitive doom loop? What is a repetitive doom loop? (laughs) Oh my God. I don't even know what else to say about this fucking bitch. The standard saying is those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. It's not just forgetting history. It's not understanding history. Uh, It's. Not under, like you say, we need to learn the lesson. What is the lesson that you learned here? Can you demonstrate for me one lesson that you learned other than, whoops, nobody could have seen this coming? That's the lesson. The lesson is, whoops, we couldn't have known. Nobody could have known. This is like a dark time. We were in the dark. We didn't know anything and we did the best we could. Let's move on. That's not learning anything. That's, that's an excuse. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. So, it's not just forgetting history. As much as you would like us to forget the last two years, we're not going to fucking forget it. We will not forget what you did over the last two years and every retarded thing that you came up with that you also, that people abided by. No, no, we're not going to forget that. But it's not just forgetting. You have to learn the lessons of history and you have to learn the proper lessons of history. You can't just go by what the government says or just this throw your hands up. Oh, we Nobody could have known. We were in the dark. We were in the dark for like three weeks. And then we were in the light. And then the light was shining down and you had the numbers, you had the science. And despite them trying to manipulate all of this data, even with their best effort to fucking fudge these numbers, people dying with COVID instead of COVID, you know, perfectly healthy, 860 pound chick in a wheelchair, dies of uh, COVID. You get hit by a car, you died of COVID. Even with all of that shit that was conspiracy at the time, which has, again, been proven right throughout uh the last uh, couple of years. It, even with that, um the, I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I got to wrap. I know I'm running long here. You have to learn the right lessons. It's like practice, right? You know, that saying practice makes perfect. It doesn't. Okay. Perfect practice makes perfect. If you're practicing something the wrong way, you're never going to be perfect at it. If you're, you know, you have to practice it the right way in order to get perfect at it. Perfect practice makes perfect. And it's not enough to just not forget history. You have to, you have to remember the right history and understand the right history and um learn the lessons from the right history not she's demonstrated nothing to that effect so no you're not getting amnesty from me or anybody else in our circles thank you go fuck yourself come back to me with an apology and maybe i'll consider it but that's not going to happen and you get a, you get a great little um, insight into the way their mind works these, these fucking people now they're it's demonstrably she even mentions it it's widely it's widely accepted now that they were wrong on all their shit and now they want to fucking move the goalpost yet again and they want us to forgive them no no you you have to come apologize to us you have to repent you can't just fucking mess up the entire planet for 2 years ruin people's lives, and then expect them to just, oh, it's water under the bridge. Water off a duck's back. No. No, you don't get off that easy. You don't get off that easy. As far as I'm concerned, you should have to fucking wear a mask and quarantine for another two years minimum. Anyway, uh, I guess I'll get out of here on that. Thank you all so very much for listening. Do me a favor. Share the show. Give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We really... um. We gotta get, gotta get these numbers up. Not enough, clearly, not enough people are listening to us. I, I you know if I was able to reach more people in April of 2020 when I was screaming at the top of my lungs about all of this stuff, there would have been that many more people that we could have saved. So uh, share the show, five star rating and review on iTunes. Um, become a supporting listener of the show that always helps uh, keep the the lights around here. And uh, all that money just goes into advertising to try to grow the show and increase our reach. So if you guys can do all that for us, we will be back. Uh, let's see, probably not Tuesday. I'm traveling Tuesday. Sometime next week I'm on vacation. Uh, starting today we'll we'll say but uh, i'll still be doing the show hopefully twice a week but uh tuesday i'm traveling so i I don't know if we'll have a tuesday episode but probably wednesday next week you can expect a new episode for you and until then you know the drill just keep on peddling that so-called fiction peace